Never doubt the zone. Make you eat the crow. Laughing in your face. Laughing to the face. She can keep the push. Hello and welcome to the Hearts and Handles Sports Podcast. My name is Ismael San Juan. What a weekend of football we had. Namely, gotta give a shout out to CJ Stroud. What a beast. Five touchdowns, 470 plus yards, like insane stuff. Brought the Texans back. The Texans have their franchise quarterback. What a guy. Another amazing quarterback in the AFC. It's so lopsided. We'll touch on that. Also, the Seahawks get pummeled by the Ravens. The Ravens have beaten the Lions and the Seahawks in back-to-back weeks. Like, are they the best team in the NFL or at the very least in the AFC? And Eagles versus Cowboys lives up to the hype. 28-23, Eagles beat the Cowboys. Also, the Bengals are back. They beat the Bills in primetime 24-18. And last but not least, the Vikings beat the Falcons 31-28 in a very, very exciting match. Josh Dobbs shows out just a couple days after being traded to the Vikings, brings them back, leads them in a game-winning touchdown drive. What what an amazing weekend of football. What a what a performance by Dobbs, CJ Stroud, the whole Ravens team. Um it's just, it was just a great weekend of football, so let's get into it. Let's get started. CJ Stroud is him, Himothy, CJ Himothy Stroud. What a beast. Five touchdowns. 470 yards in a win against the Buccaneers. Drives them down the field with less than a minute for the go-ahead touchdown without a kicker, without the most talented team in the NFL. What a guy. 22 years old, first first year in the NFL, making it look super easy, making it look like like it's not a big deal. Second overall pick, and he looks like he's a steal. He should have gone first. My dude is killing it. I do have to say that you know, after seeing like week one or week two, I was like, I've seen enough. I picked him up in all of my fantasy leagues. Haven't really started him because I have a Tua and Tua has been pretty good fantasy wise. Uh, but CJ Stroud, that, that Buccaneers game, definitely, definitely coming out party for everyone that hadn't been paying attention. 14 touchdowns, one interceptions in the season, man. And I, I'm pretty sure he he either broke or got super close to uh the all the all time rookie record to start a career without an interception, and he's just been Mister Consistency when it comes to protecting the ball. Fourteen touchdowns, one interception, just killing it. Um, I do gotta say though, like before this game, he had nine touchdowns going into week uh week eight, I believe. So just like over a touchdown per game, he was averaging, which is not bad. Uh, the rookie record, I believe, is twenty six or twenty eight by. Herbert, so he was on pace to uh, probably score like 17, 18 touchdowns as rookie. Not bad. And he was probably on pace to throw like two or three picks. 18, 18 touchdowns and two picks. That's what he was kind of like on pace for. 18, 20 touchdowns, two, three picks. But with this game, like these five touchdowns push him all the way to 14. Still just the one interception. His yards are up there now with the 470-yard performance. Um, but yeah, people haven't really been watching. Uh, I think he started off really hot uh, or like people just found out uh, how good he is. Uh, but by no means has he been amazing every single game of his of his career. Like uh, the Texans just just lost to the Panthers um, where if he plays a little bit better, not that he played bad, but he only threw for 140 yards. If he plays a little bit better, um, they they could probably win that game. And that's not to hate on on CJ Stroud. Like I like I said, I have him in all three of my fantasy leagues. I've been watching him play 
this whole season, and I think he's going to be amazing. I think the AFC stacked. I think CJ Stroud against Trevor Lawrence in the AFC South is going to be great for years to come. I just want to bring down the hyperbole that people are saying, like, damn, he's been amazing every single game in the in the in his career. Like, nah, he's been pretty good. He's had like two or three really good games. He had this amazing game, and then he's had you know some some regular rookie rookie. Uh, he hasn't had the pains though. He hasn't had the turnovers. <clears throat> he's really good at protecting the ball. But yeah, like I said, 140 yards against the Panthers, uh, playing against um, the other rookie quarterback, playing against Bryce Young. Like he could have showed out a little bit more. No one was really saying, "Damn, CJ Stroud is like head and shoulders better than Bryce Young." After that game, I believe it was just kind of like, "Okay, we got two rookie quarterbacks that um, no one really." shined outshined the other one like too too much um if anything i think bryce young um led them down the field for a game-winning drive if i remember correctly i'm not 100 percent sure but yes this game this buccaneers game definitely coming out party like amazing uh buccaneers scored a lot baker mayfield drove them down the field to take the lead late you think there's no way cj Stroud does it and man looks composed as ever like like this is not the first time he's doing this it's not his first season he looks like this is what he's meant to do and whatever that test was the wonderless the wonderless whatever that test was that you know made people made teams weary of drafting him i mean he still ended up second overall but that was some of the rumors before the draft that you know he might not be the smartest guy like this is football like he said there's interviews out there this is football i might not be the smartest person taking a test but i'm one of the smartest quarterbacks on the field and man he's proving it he's proving it um i i hope cj Stroud has a great career i hope he stays healthy he's uh he's just super composed and even in all his interviews that he has uh he always you know praises the lord he seems like he's a man of faith and uh he uses he always you know looks composed and looks mature be beyond his years um, I don't, I don't know him personally, or I, I don't really follow his personal life, but it just seems like he's a, he's definitely engulfs himself in football. Is the the vibe I'm getting? Like he, the, I I don't really think of him as someone that uh, would have off the field issues or uh, you know goes out too much. And just from what I've seen, like it looks like just this man's about his football. And as the rookie he's having, it kind of looks like that way. Um, can the Texans? It looks like the. Jaguars is going to run away with this division, but, man, for years to come, we're going to have C.J. Stroud against Trevor Lawrence, and I'm very pumped about that. Also, um, Tua's bye week is coming up this year, this week, so fantasy-wise, I hope my boy C.J. Stroud can build on this and have another amazing week this week. But, yeah, what a performance. We just probably witnessed the best rookie quarterback game ever, and it was it was exciting. It was exciting. It was also daunting, man, because in the AFC, we already have Trevor Lawrence, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Burrow, uh, Herbert, uh, CJ, uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, just so many quarterbacks, man. It's it's kind of insane. It's kind of insane how many good quarterbacks are in the AFC. And now you add TJ Stroud, and who knows what Will Levis would be. Uh, he he's been doing pretty good. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, shout out CJ Stroud. Honestly, having the best rookie quarterback season ever, and that's. Even with Herbert's amazing season, like right now, he's he's uh, pacing to do some crazy, crazy numbers. Um, so, yeah, just want to wish him the best and what an amazing game he had against the Buccaneers. The Eagles beat the Cowboys 28-23. to They take a two-and-a-half game lead. 
against the Cowboys in the NFC East. And it was it was a nail biter. It was an amazing match. Like these there were so many good matches this this weekend. We had the um, Chiefs versus Dolphins. We had Cowboys versus Eagles. We had Bills versus uh Bengals and we had the Ravens versus the Seahawks. And I think the only one that really lived up to the billing, like really lived up to it and maybe exceeded it was the Cowboys versus the Eagles. Bills versus Bengals, it was pretty good. Primetime, Sunday Night Football. It was cool, it was cool, but like it wasn't like amazing. The the Bills just couldn't get anything going to the end with such a nine a little bit. Uh Eagles, um Cowboys was pretty much entertaining the whole way. There was always something happening. Seahawks uh, got pummeled by the Ravens. And then the Dolphins, uh, you know, they kind of made it interesting at the end. But it was pretty much like the Chiefs were in control of the whole game. So it's, it, it, all of those matchups, they were, they were cool. They were cool. But uh, they, none of them really lived up to the Eagles and Cowboys. And this was this was a good matchup, man. Dak Prescott, got to give him credit. 374 yards, three touchdowns. He was extending the play. He was running. Um, he could have done better on that 2.0 conversion, but it is what it is. He did play good, and by no means did they lose because of him. But, like, it is one of those things that Dax Prescott has throughout his career. He does really, really good against the bad teams, and he sometimes falters or comes a little short against the good teams. And after all those penalties on that last drive against the Eagles defense, I thought the Cowboys were going to steal that game. I thought they were going to find a way to find the end zone. And that was not the case. And, you know, can can you put a little a little fault in Prescott in, in those last couple plays? Maybe. Uh, but, man, his connection with CeeDee Lamb was amazing the whole game. 191 yards, 11 touchdowns. I have CeeDee in one of my leagues. And that dude's killing it. Like, shout out CeeDee. Uh, I think I still lost that matchup. But, yeah grabbing them points eagles they just find a way to win they just find a way to win they lost that one game i believe against who they lose to the jets they lost to yeah they lost to the jets 2014 bounced back against the dolphins a shaky kind of matchup against the commanders came back and beat them and now they beat the cowboys they got the chiefs and bills and 49ers and then the cowboys next like that's that's a insane schedule chiefs the super bowl rematch Bills, who are going to be fighting for their lives. 49ers, who are on a three-game losing streak, but their bye week just passed, so we'll see how they're doing come December 3rd. And December 10th, you go to the uh, you go to the Cowboys. And then after that, you get to the Seahawks. Like, this is an insane schedule. So good for the Eagles to get this dub because this next six weeks, five and a half weeks, is going to be treacherous road. Like, uh, I, I don't want to give my prediction on the Chiefs yet. I'll try to make another quick episode before uh the monday night football game um but yeah dude shout out to the eagles for getting it done um it does look like it does look like um jalen hurts is hurt on his knee when he extends the plays like you can see he's kind of hobbling so we'll see how long he's able to go to like that i know last year he was carrying an injury going into the playoffs too so i don't know if they want to repeat that maybe if they clinch the division they they don't go for the first seed and they just let him Maybe get a couple of weeks of rest at the end of the season, but like I said, they have treacherous road coming up next. So, who even knows if they if they win the division going into <clears throat> the playoffs? Like I said, December tenth against the Cowboys, that's a matchup you want to circle. Um, that's definitely probably going to be for the d- division. 
But yeah, they just get it done. AJ Brown um, snaps his streak of games with 125 yards, but he still has uh, 66 yards and a tutty. Uh, Devontae Smith gets a tutty too. It was just a good matchup, man. Jalen Hurts doing enough to get his team in winning positions. And, you know, it's not the prettiest. Like, I still, I know we're heading into week nine, but I'm still waiting for the Eagles' offense to kick it up a year. Like, they're still not hitting, like, the down-the-field plays. Like, they're still not marching up and down the field like they kind of were doing last year. And they're not really beating anyone by, like, multiple scores. They haven't really killed anyone, like, matchup-wise or points-wise. Even the commanders stuck around. Uh, I guess the commanders always play the Eagles tough, but still, I think everyone's waiting for that game from the Eagles for them to, like, really cement themselves as, like, the top dogs in the NFC or, like, a true, true contender in the NFL this season in particular. I know they're, what, 7-1 and one now or 8-1, but, yeah, we're just waiting. We're just waiting for that, like, huge pop, pop-off game by the Eagles. It might come this weekend against the Chiefs, but like I said, they find a way to win, and they did enough. They held on against the Cowboys, so shout-out to the Eagles for getting it done against the Cowboys. And... In the in the spirit of shout-outs, man, shout-out to Joey Burrow, man. A lot of people were saying that he should have sat out with the calf injury that he had. Um, and, you know, they could have been right to a certain degree. Like, my boy Joey B was not playing. Cool Joe was not playing the best or <laughs> good at all. He Statistically, I think he was, like, the worst quarterback in the NFL the first three weeks. And you could tell that his calf was really bothering him. He couldn't really push off. His, his right foot or the foot, I'm pretty sure it was his right foot that had the calf injury. He was kind of hopping around in it, not really stepping into his throws, not really setting himself when he was doing his dropbacks. Couldn't extend the play. It, it just looked bad. It looked bad for the Bengals. It looked bad for Joey B. It was like, man, they kind of went in all, they kind of went all in this season. Um, you know, I think getting the franchise tag to, um, <coughs> getting the franchise tag to T Higgins um they kind of went all in this season giving the franchise tag to T Higgins who had 110 yards probably his best game of this season against the Bills and they're like 0 and 3 and this Burrow was looking like he's not the same this injury is going to linger the whole season and he just plays through it tough son of a gun powers through it and now now the Bengals are look like they're all the way back. Five and three. Um, I think they were one and three at one point. Now they're five and three. Joey B outshines Josh Allen on prime time. 348 yards, two touchdowns, extending plays, like kind of putting his head down on a couple runs where he's like, whoa, like this guy's back. Like it looks like his calf is completely just not bothering him anymore. I don't know how he just got healthy playing, but he did. I know that bye week definitely helped. But now, you know, they're 5-3. and three. They're not out the water just yet. Their schedule is pretty tough. And the AFC North is the most competitive division in the NFL right now. I think everyone's in the playoff right now. If, if the season ends today, everyone's in the playoff. Um, everyone has, like, pretty solid teams, pretty good defenses. The Browns probably have the best defense in the league. The Steelers have a good defense. Uh, the Browns have been playing really good and even um Deshaun Watson has been playing good the last last couple of weeks. So like this I mean the Bengals, they have the Texans who, you know, CJ Stroud just had his breakout game. Uh Bengals Ravens is gonna be amazing. 
Then they get the Steelers. Then they get the Jaguars, Colts, Vikings, Chiefs, Steelers, Bengals, uh, Browns. Like, it's a pretty, pretty tough schedule to end the season. By no means, like, should they not be confident that they could get it done? Like, we just see them beat the Bills. They beat the 49ers. They beat the Seahawks. Like, a lot of people probably would have had them going like one and two or zero oh and three the way they were playing at the beginning of the season, and they beat the Seahawks, they beat the 49ers, they beat the Bills. Like, I think I think I'll I'll say the Bengals will make the playoffs and just another another uh, another season where the Bengals start off slow and they get it together and then they'll be one of the dangerous teams going into the season into the playoffs. Like I said, um. Joey B is all the way back. T. Higgins has his best game. So now you have T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. And Mixon look like, looks like he's warming up. Looks like he's getting into a rhythm this season. So watch out for the Bengals, man. Overall, I mean, the game against the Bills, like, quickly just to talk about it. Uh, the defense, the Bengals defense was shutting down the Bills offense. The Bills offense has been struggling the last few weeks. So take that with a grain of salt. Like, what's going on with the Bills? They're a whole different story. They They might not make the playoffs. Luckily for them, the Dolphins can't beat a team with a winning record, and they lost to the Chiefs. So they still might pull out the division. We'll see how it goes. And the Jets lost to the Chargers on Monday night, so they still have you know a good chance of winning the division, but they just got to find the offense. It can't just be Josh Allen all day, every day. They got to, man, just feed Cook. I have Cook in all my fantasy leagues. Just feed Cook, man. Come on. Oh, and Davis getting a donut, I'll never forgive you for that, <laughs> It cost me with my matchup. I lost by two points. This man got a donut. But yeah, Bengals are back. Bills are in trouble. Um decent, decent matchup on Sunday Night Football. I expected a little more. It was it was cool. It was alright. Kind of like most primetime games this year. It was cool. It was alright. It, it was not bad. The Ravens quickly, just on the Ravens, man. Like these NFC teams have no idea how to beat the Ravens. They have no idea how to stop Lamar Jackson. Once Lamar Jackson gets going, it's a wrap. Once the Ravens get a lead on you and they can run the ball. And, and you have to defend the run and the pass, and they're able to just run the ball down the middle to the side, everywhere, power O, I formation, whatever they want, RPOs. Like, once they're able to just run the ball and do whatever, play action, do whatever they want, it's GG's. It's bad for you. And that defense just feels like it doesn't matter who gets injured, who's playing out there, it's the Ravens' defense It's going to be good. Just plug and play. Plug and play. And... The Lions and the Seahawks have found out what the Ravens are all about last couple weeks, last few weeks. Like, Ravens are putting the league on notice. Um, we'll see how they do the rest of the year, the rest of the season. We'll see how they do in the playoffs. There, ha- there has been, you know, getting a little deja vu of the Ravens being really, really good in the regular season. And then the playoff comes, and then you don't know what you're going to get. So, obviously, everyone has to keep an eye on the Ravens. Everyone... The Ravens have caught everyone's attention last few weeks, like dismantling the Lions and just <laughs> making the Seahawks feel like like they're the Panthers. Like this is impressive stuff. But we're also we're watching we're watching the Ravens, but we're also waiting to see how they're gonna do come playoff time. Let's like let's go. Let's let's it's time to make some noise. It's time to make a deep playoff run and capitalize on this Ravens team that has been pretty good last few years. Lamar Jackson doesn't go over 200 yards, doesn't throw a passing touchdown. He even admits it in Instagram later, like, damn, I feel bad for my fantasy people. Like, I let them down. But who cares, man? My boy was 
my boy did all he had to do and then sat down. Even Tyler Huntley got a touchdown. Uh, I think it was to um, Odell Beckham. So shout out Odell Beckham for getting a little tutty. Uh, and yeah, the, the Ravens were just running it up and down your throat if you can't stop him. And a lot of teams can't stop him. And yeah, good luck to everyone. Good luck to the Ravens. Hopefully, come playoff time, they don't they don't cool off. But to finish this podcast, let's just quickly talk about I just quickly talk about the Vikings, the Vikings who just defeated defeated the Falcons 31-28. Dobbs comes in for the injured Hall after the first drive, gets a concussion, has to go out. Dobbs just got traded in the middle of the week. I believe it was on Tuesday. Got traded, doesn't know, doesn't even really know his teammates' names, doesn't know the cadence. They don't know the cadence that he has. He, he doesn't know how they protect. Uh, he hardly knows the playbook. O'Connell is basically translating every play to him in real time in the in the helmet on the mic like it's some crazy stuff uh he had some down moments he it wasn't always good but when it came down to it at the end of the game he comes through he extends the play he he uses his leg he uses his arm and he just shines through and the vikings the vikings are alive man five and four um that division has the lions Packers get a win this week after I think they lost three in a row. So, you know, with the Lions, the Lions should have a stranglehold on it. They have the best roster, in my opinion, right now. They have the best quarterback in the division um, now that Cousins is is out for the year. But Dobbs, man, Dobbs has momentum now. Dobbs has, you know, the city rallying behind him just after one game. Dobbs looks like a fighter just from his time in the NFL, his short time in the NFL. He's been like, you know, Browns, Cardinals, Vikings. He looks like he's a fighter. So I'm rooting for Dobbs, man. I'm a Dobbs fan, dude. I hope he does good. Um, if this leads to, you know, the Vikings finding their quarterback of the future, I don't know if we could go all the way there yet. But if he does end up, you know, grabbing this position by the horns, grabbing the bull by the horns, and it's just his position moving forward, I'm all for it, man. Shout out to Dobbs. What a storyline. Like, this is a... This is the beauty of sports, man. Like, moments like this, storylines, like, it's hard to explain to people that, that aren't, you know, engulfed in it. Like, if I go to tell someone, like, oh, why so, what's so special about this guy leading them down the field? Like, like you know, don't, doesn't it, doesn't it happen pretty often where a quarterback leads a team down the field? You see it, like, once or twice, three times a week. Um, yeah, but dude, the guy just got traded. He, oh, okay, that's cool. Oh, but he got traded, like, beginning of the season it's like the third team he's playing for this year he didn't get drafted high like doesn't know the doesn't know the playbook does like it's just there's so many factors you got to consider and Dobbs came through and got it done and he he like I said he he answers the media like in the correct way every single time he looks very humble uh what a what a thing what a thing and like what a roller coaster of emotions like pre, pre before the match the Vikings players um, holding those shirts that say, like, <laughs> it kind of looks like Cousins died the way the, the graphic tees that they're wearing, like, get well soon. Or it doesn't even say get well soon. It just says Cousins and, like, hella pictures of him on, on their uh, on their shirt. To go from that low of seeing your franchise quarterback go down for the year, tear his Achilles um, after, you know, you kind of turn your season around, go from that low to go to this high where Dobbs comes in and gets it done. Roller coaster of emotions, unlike anything else. Like the emotions that that sports bring out in you is just crazy. So shout out to the Vikings. Shout out to Dobbs. Gets it done. 
And yeah, that should do it for this episode of the Hearts Handle Sports Podcast. As always, if you made it to the end, I really appreciate you. But man, what an exciting weekend of football we just had. It was great stuff throughout. Um, yeah, probably one of the better weeks in of the season. Like this was an exciting game. Exciting, exciting week. And we had a really good matchups. I think only one of it, only one of them really uh, lived up to the billing, Eagles versus Cowboys. But the other matchups during the weekend kind of carried or lifted this weekend. And we just had a lot of good moments. Stroud, shout, shout out CJ Stroud. Shout out uh, Dobbs. And hope everyone has a good rest of the day. Peace. No sudden moves on my goons are stretching, and I'm taxing for the feet on my damn collection.